Welcome to the Grow Gelt Podcast, where we talk about ups and downs, in and outs of fundraising for nonprofits. Our host is Elazar Green, CFRE, who specializes in communication, strategy, and donor relations. He's helped over 100 nonprofits raise millions of dollars. Every episode is designed to be 10 minutes or less, giving you just enough time to get the answers you need while juggling your busy schedule. Let's get started. Good morning, wonderful people. My name is Eliza Green, and I need to squash a rumor right now. I am not being taken off the air. I know that with recent cases of various talk show hosts, they're being dismissed from their posts. And um, there, there was a rumor that maybe Eliza Green was kicked off the Grogeld podcast. But never fear, my friends, I am still here. There are some times when I disappear, and that's not because I've been kicked off. That's because I'm simply busy. I've, um, I'm director of development of several organizations, and when my head is in my work at those places, then I can no longer, then I can't think of what to, what to broadcast about, what to talk about, what, what, to, what to speak about. So, but I'm still here, and um, we're in between campaigns right now. Summer's a smaller time, slower time. So God willing, I will continue to be here for a little while here and there, popping in and out of your day, 10 minutes at a time. Although if you're a regular listener, you know that 10 minutes is rarely 10 minutes. Um, I want to talk today about communications. And I want you to picture the follow scenario. You're on a bus and you're doing your daily commute and you go from a bus stop near your house to a bus stop near your work. So you get on the bus, the first day, the first time, the first day, you look around trying to acclimate yourself. Where are you going to sit? Where are you going to stand? How long is this bus ride? So then you figure that out. Week goes by, two weeks go by, you're in this rhythm, you're in a routine. Okay, got it. Bus comes nine nine o'clock, you're in your workplace at 9.30, beautiful, great. You know, you like to sit near the front because in the back there's, you know, um, some unsavory characters that you'd rather not sit close to. You have, you're all set. You know what's going on. Fast forward six weeks into it and you realize that the person sitting across from you is there every day you are because they're also on a commute. So you might start doing the, the the head nod, the head shake, like, or the lifting of the eyebrows, like, hmm, good to see you. You may not even say it, but, like, recognizing, oh, we're here together again. You may not even have said two words to them yet, but that's what you do. And then, fast forward another month, you might be saying good morning, whatever. A month after that, you might ask to borrow I know this is in the olden days they had newspapers on the bus instead of everyone glued to their phones but you might ask them to borrow the newspaper or ask something about the weather or just make a little conversation why? because you're sitting across from them every single day you might as well you know, talk and say something each of these moments are interactions and each of these moments are is a form of communication 
But it, to date, if you're following scenario in your head, it lacks substance. There's really nothing um, inherently meaningful that's being exchanged. Lifting of the eyebrows, sharing a newspaper, commenting on the weather, it really, there's nothing, there's no relationship as a relationship, the meaning two people that you know commit to a certain type of interaction with each other, there really isn't, it's very superficial, very, very flat, very external, lacks substance, lacks meaning, lacks depth. Then, I want you to picture this. One day, the bus breaks down. And both of you are stuck. You have to get to work, but you can't. You're out on commute already. You're on the commute. The bus, the bus breaks down. The bus driver is not letting anyone off the bus because insurance, whatever. I know that's crazy, but just bear with me. So you and this person are now stuck on this bus. So you've been seeing this person six months by now, every day. The relationship has not progressed and probably will not progress any further. But now you're stuck together on a bus with a bus full of people for two hours. We wait for the tow truck to come and whatever. Mechanic. All of a sudden there is an opportunity for meaningful interaction. Because when an element of surprise, when an element of drama, when an element of, of uh, crisis, of a villain has been introduced, when, when there is an enemy, a common enemy here, people tend to bond together. And when you bond together in the face of an enemy, you create a relationship that you remember, a relationship that's meaningful, a relationship that has depth. You stick up for each other, you fight side by side. Whatever you do to survive or to get through the current crisis or the current villain, all of a sudden, these this is a person that you've been through this everything together with. And it doesn't matter if you, you said hello to each other five months before or six months before, if you only lifted your eyebrows out three months before. The main thing here is there is a crisis there is a villain, there is something here that you have to get through, and you bond it together in a very meaningful way. To get through, to get, it could be that you used each other's phones to call an Uber, it could be that you just had nothing else to do. So you started sharing more vulnerable moments of yourself that you wouldn't normally share with a stranger on a bus or on a commute. But whatever you did, whatever you, whatever you do, it brings a certain meaning and depth that was lacking before. So in the face of a crisis, in the face of a villain, there's an opportunity to bond together in a meaningful way. Now, it wouldn't make sense to share or be vulnerable or to bond together in when there wasn't a crisis when there isn't a villain one day you followed your lifting up the eyebrows at this person you know saying good morning hi how are you how's the weather and instead you said you know what? i'd like to share with you what keeps me up at night 
or the reverse. If you ask them, hey, what keeps you up at night? Can you tell me something embarrassing from your childhood? These types of questions, these types of moments, these types of sharings is inappropriate. If the situation, circumstances don't call, don't lend itself to that sharing. So what I'm trying to say here is in every communication, you can go wide, you can go deep, you can go wide and deep. You can go every communication. You can be speaking to the same person every single day for months and months and months. But the, the, there is no bond there. There's no relationship. There's no meaning. There's no depth. It's all superficial. It's hi, how are you? Good morning. How's the weather? Things like that. All small talk, no big talk. Or you can go deep. You can be vulnerable. You can share. You can you can rise up together in the face of a crisis or an enemy or a villain. But again, you have to make sure that the circumstances call for that. So this is true in general, across the board. When you're in person, when you're on the phone, when you're Zoom, when you're cultivating, when you're stewarding, this concept to be aware and to be and be thoughtful. This this conversation that I'm about to have, how do I bring enough depth in it to make the person feel like, hmm, I really enjoyed that interaction, but not too much depth where a person doesn't get feel odd or inappropriate or weirded out that you're sharing this stuff. So using that concept, I want to take another, I want to take a look at newsletters, donor reporting through email, through print. And I want to share with you that we have the same concept there and you can go on. There's many experts out there. Many, many experts will tell you, you have to word you, you have to use the word you, you did this, you did that, you, 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 you did this, you did that. And of course they're right. We know they're right. We understand the most powerful word in the English language is you because it grabs attention like no other and you connect the donor to what they did, you, 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 all that is true and right and correct and no arguments. I do it myself in the story engine. I do it myself for our clients. And, oh, this is a good time to mention. We have an offering called the story engine, which is where we, we create newsletters and appeals and offerings and communication plans for your organization. So if you're interested, hit me up, give me a buzz at some point. But getting back to but getting back to, to, to this getting back to this topic at hand, you have a newsletter and you write into this person, you write to your donor, look at what you did. You gave Ben a place to go after school. And in a true newsletter writing, you're gonna say that Ben was worried they didn't have a place to go to school, to go after school but you gave him a place and now he's not worried. This is lovely, this is nice, it's a good first step. But you know what, it's missing depth. It's missing depth, it's not deep. It's all surface, it's all substance. And if all of your newsletter consists of things like that, then you're lacking an important, not you're lacking, but you're missing out on an important aspect of communications that can draw tighter bonds 
between you and your donors, between your donors and your organization, between your donors and the people that they serve. You can help them be tighter. And you know how you help them draw closer? You have to help them by, first of all, introducing a villain. And it could be that if you're not trained in storytelling, if you're not thinking about storytelling in this way, it could very well be that there is a villain, but you just don't know how to identify or talk about it. But in the case of Ben, it's, it's more than just he was worried. You have to dig a little bit. Why was he worried? Why was he worried? Well, he was worried because there's a bully on his block. And every day he comes home from school and even though no one's home, but there's a bully on the block that looks out for him and that tortures him. And every day he dreads school because he knows when he wakes up, he's gonna have to come back from school and he's gonna have to be put up with this bully kid that lives on his block. And he's not eating right, and he's not, do, he's not doing well in his grades at all. He's not listening in class. His entire day, he's worried about what happens when he, when he leaves school and he has to walk home past this house where he's going to get tortured again. You introduce a villain, and when you introduce a villain, you cause the donor to draw closer to the people that you serve, to your constituents, to your people, to your children. And when this happens, you, you, you transform the communication from being superficial to in-depth. And it's not inappropriate to do so in a newsletter. It's very, very appropriate. This is the spot to share those stories. And when you tell the person, you gave Ben a safe place to go after school. You made sure that Ben can have a proper day in school. He's gonna, he's gonna do well in his studies. He's gonna do well in school. He's gonna socially on the playground. He's gonna be much better than before. Instead of worrying his whole, he's gonna be eating properly. You gave him a chance, a place to flourish and grow and be at peace. That is a story that's worth sharing. That is a story that people would love to take credit for or to be involved in. Just that Ben was worried and then you helped him without introducing the villain, which means there's no drama, there's no crisis, which means there's no opportunity for people to draw together. There's no opportunity for that. It's just you did this. You gave children food after school. Where's the villain? Where is the villain? Why is that? Why? Well, that, it's just superficial. You gave Emma a chance to connect to her heritage. If there is no villain, there is no drama. If there's no drama, there's no story. If there's no story, there's no depth. You need to have in your communications, you need to help your donors draw close to the people that you serve by showing them the villain, showing them the in-depth conversations, the in-depth moments, the opportunities to draw close. You need to identify, present them, and help them understand, feel, and bring them in. You do this through one-on-one -on -one conversations, and you can do this in your newsletters. Now, I don't want you to think 
oh, well, if I can't do it perfectly, it's better not do it right at all. For this, it's very important. I have to go on record because I've heard people tell that to me and then they give up and do it. You need to do a newsletter anyway, regularly. An email newsletter at least once a month and a print newsletter at least four times a year. You need to do this all the time, regularly. Now, once you do it, the question is, how do we make it better? How do we maximize its efficacy? How do we make sure it's the absolute top shelf production you can put turn out? And that is when we get into, make sure to give credit to the donors. And today's message was, make sure you're telling stories of value. Make sure you, st- you tell stories of meaning. Make sure you create moments for your donors to connect to your constituents, to the people that you serve, and to the, the cause that you serve in, in deep and meaningful ways. Because otherwise, otherwise, it's not as effective and meaningful as it can be. And you're spending the money anyway on the art and the design and the mailing. You might as well take a few more moments or engage in the services of an expert Grogel podcaster to help you identify and write about the villains in your stories. Thank you so much for listening. I want to take this moment to thank you again for doing everything that you do to make this world a lighter and brighter place. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Grow Gelt Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you think a friend may enjoy it, please feel free to pass it on. To have your question featured on the show or to send us some feedback as to how we're doing, please send an email to egreen at growgelt.com.